Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome to MAP, the Mad About Pop Culture podcast. And to help you on this new journey is the host, Sega, and his crew that will be joining him, as they will take you on an adventure of all things pop culture. So sit back, grab a drink, Take out your maps and enjoy the ride. If there's a place you gotta go, I'm the one you need to know. I'm the map. I'm the map, I'm the map. If there's a place you gotta get, I can get you there, I bet. I'm the map. I'm the map, I'm the map, I'm the map. Hey guys, and welcome back to Map. 
I'm your host Sega and in today's episode we'll be talking about the Fast and Furious franchise, particularly the first three movies and doing this podcast with me today is Lawrence aka Tempo from TD Project. You, should, you guys should go check out his YouTube channel, he's got some interesting videos up there, um, really on brand on today's society and uh this podcast that we did we just threw it in fast and loose hope you guys like it and enjoy I'm going on an adventure. so this is a thing now or yeah mate it's, a, it's official an apples i'm wet wet I don't have mad backgrounds like you guys. Can you just edit me a background from there? We're not going to be using video anyway, so... Ah, oh, but I'm, I'm going to know. Uh, I, I'll turn... Huh. How about this? How about this? Hold on. There you go. I have no background. No, that's trippy. You should put the other background back on because I got used to it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, okay. Who who's on the background? Yeah. So you, so we got me, Josh. You're at the end, and then Michael. Ah, oh, Michael. Oh. <laughs> That's who it is. Yeah, you're wondering who the fourth person was. <laughs> yeah. I haven't seen that guy in yonks. Oh yeah, oh, you're right. <laughs> yeah. Man, oh yeah. Okay, what are we gonna? What are we gonna talk about? Has this thing started yet? Yeah, it's recording. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, man. This, this is too much effort for me. This is why I'm not bothered with being on the social medias because, like, if you ever check out my videos, it's all done in one take, man. <laughs> No, no mixing, no editing. Every video is a single take. It's the easiest way I could do it. <laughs> you know, I've started doing that as well. Like, basically, like the first step, I was like cutting all all the gaps and everything. But now I'm just like, forget it. I'll just sync it up and let it play. Whatever, it whatever's play. on there, whatever's play. on there, it's on there. I'm not editing. I'll just edit the voice a little bit so it sounds a little bit more clear. Besides that, I don't, I don't bother. <laughs> From time to time, people tell me that my videos, like the editing is so mad, like it's so seamless. And then I'm like, there's no editing. It's one take. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I don't stop is. talking from start to finish. Yeah. <laughs> it just goes on and on and on. And just, on. Go, just, just like in real life. <laughs> yeah. Just ramble on. Yeah. So, um. Yeah. But speaking of Fast and Furious. Yep. Because we're going to save this for Josh, yep. I'm just going to throw out there that when we do have this Fast and Furious three-way conversation, Josh is going to almost instantly crack a joke about how the 10th movie is going to be called Fast 10, Your Seatbelts. And they're going to space. Yeah, but they're going to space in number nine. Yeah, this one. Yeah. Dude, but they, I'm calling they... it now. He's going to crack that joke. Fast 10, Your Seatbelts. Uh, we have okay. to remember this for that conversation. Okay, okay. Let's, let's talk about the trailer then. The trailer for Fast 9 so far. Which trailer? The Super Bowl one. Did you see it? The oh, one that I sent on the I was meant to. Chat. I haven't seen it yet. Oh, watch it. Oh, do you want like to watch right it now? now? Yeah, I'll watch it. Uh, hold on. 
Or do you want to go for the four minute one? Let's just, let's just watch the original movie. <laughs> the Foster Furious one. <laughs> okay, apparently this is this is the trailer. Okay, hold on. Give me a second. Okay. What? <gasps> oh my god. Wow. Okay, so where do we go from there? <laughs> where do we go from there? <laughs> Jesus. Oh my god. What were we talking about? <laughs> uh, something about Fast and Furious. <laughs> oh my god. But like, okay. So... So are we just going into this, or we're saving it? Let's go, let's go into nine, the trailer. Yeah. On top of that, Josh hasn't seen all of them. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna message him. Quickly. Wait, Josh hasn't. Okay, can you find out which ones he has seen? Yeah, I'm just gonna find out right now. As if we're saving this conversation for him. He hasn't seen all of them. Which, which, uh, which uh, stuff? Stuff this guy. Because I I have so much to talk about about the franchise as a collective, and he hasn't seen all of them. Man, nah. nah. I've seen all of them like so many times. It's it's not fun. Yeah. Like, I, I've literally seen because they're on Netflix as well. So like, yeah. I, I don't know if they're still on there, but um, I, I think I they are. are. But that was <laughs> that was how I was watching it. It was just Netflix. Side note, I watched the first two seasons of Fast and Furious Spy Races. I'm still debating whether or not it's more or less realistic than the movies. Because <laughs> it has its moments. <laughs> Spy Races. Have you seen it? No, I haven't seen it. But you've seen the trailer. I've seen the trailers and stuff. All right, just, I just want to do a semi-spoil on like the last, like I think it was the last episode of season one. So, you know how the main character is Dom's cousin? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He somehow gets his car onto, like, the top floor of this building and, like, the building's about to collapse. So, he, like, he decides he's going to jump the car out of the building and he's like, well, if Dom can do it, I can do it too. <laughs> and then he just goes for it. I won't say what happens after that, but I guess that, so was the pin- that was the pinnacle of season one. <laughs> did they reference the movies as well? yeah. Man, Vin Diesel cameos in it every other episode. <laughs> okay, so Josh hasn't seen one, two, and three. So he hasn't seen the good ones. <laughs> he hasn't seen the good ones. <laughs> and he's seen bits of... <sighs> he hasn't seen any of them. So so you have only started watching them more after six. So he's After like, six. Eight. Okay, <clears throat> let's. So we can't. Well, nah, let's not bother saving nah. most of this conversation for him, man, because he hasn't. He's only seen like three of them or something. Yeah. So let's do one, two, and three, and then we can do four, five, and six another time, because I think we're gonna go too deep into one, two, and three, because that's gonna be a <laughs> long combo. I have a lot to go on about Tokyo Drift as well. Yeah, we'll save that that, that's what I mean. There. Like, same, same with me. So, like. Um, but I think you. I think you can do a clear cut of the franchise. Of you can split it between one and three, yeah. and then four onwards. I think four is the turning point for when it all starts to escalate. For me, if you know what I mean. Okay. For for me, five was the turning point where it 
where 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 four four wasn't that great. Four was okay, but five I for think, me was was the movie that yeah kicked five off. definitely rammed it up a yeah. notch. Yeah, four is kind of halfway between keeping it with the originals and then, and then where they were taking it, going it, going ridiculous. Like yeah, yeah. But I think five is the one that kind five of five is where it really kicked off. Where yeah. it really kicked off and made it a bit more interesting. And then, but that was it. Six, seven, six, seven, eight was. Uh, I think five was the pinnacle when it turned. But anyways, we'll start with one. Yeah. So Because really, you, you could start with four and have no context of the first three and just go with it. Cause exactly. Of how ridiculously different it is. Because it's the same, like, you can initially work out what happens. Anyways, yeah. Because yeah. they do the backstory of one anyways. Mm. Because pretty much, pretty much four is the sequel to um, The Fast and the Furious. If you think about it. Four, four is... Uh, Fast and Furious is the sequel to um, The Fast and the Furious, the first movie. Yeah, the first movie. Yeah. Because it's, it's more of a sequel in the sense that it includes all the characters, all the characters whereas yeah. Too Fast, Too Furious was just focused on... Paul Walker. Paul Walker and introducing new characters. Yeah, so it was, it was um, focused on like that side of the thing, whilst 4 was um, the sequel to the main characters hmm. pretty much side note yep. Vin Diesel did not want to star in Too Fast Too Furious because he didn't want any sequels to be made of The Fast and Furious <laughs> how's that for irony <laughs> <laughs> but didn't he um, didn't he pay majority of it for The Fast and Furious or didn't he have like a oh, didn't I don't know about that because he was because okay so Let's fast and the Fast and the Furious came out in um two thousand and one. Yeah. What was he? Was he a big star back then, or was he sort of getting into? I think he was getting into it, wasn't he? I think he was on the verge of being big. On the verge, right? Yeah, I think that's a fair way to say it. <clears throat> yeah, so he wasn't fully there yet. Like he wasn't like, like he's massive now. Yeah, heaps. But he wasn't like, like that in two thousand and one. No. I think it was like. The Fast and the Furious, and then maybe like one or two other movies around that time that really put him on the map. I think I think he had didn't he have the um, the pacifier as well? <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> that was a good, a good movie. movie. I like that movie as well. That was that was really nice. <laughs> He's full on serious. <laughs> I can't get over it. <laughs> uh, anyway, so let's kick off with um the Fast and the Furious back in two thousand and one. What a it's now a cop classic. It is, isn't it? Like twenty years ago. Think about it. Wow. It was twenty years ago. Thanks for making us feel old. I know. <laughs> Dude, twenty years ago, I was eight years old when this movie came out. Jeez. It was the bomb, and then like a month after it got released, Need for Speed Underground came out. Yeah. And do you remember Juiced as well? That yes. came out like a month after that. But Juiced was, was going awesome. Because um, the reason why I love Juiced was I think um. No, it wasn't Juiced. I think it was something else. Uh, it was uh, the Midnight sequ- Club. Yeah, that's it. Midnight Club. That uh, that that was available on the PSP. Yeah. Yeah. So that that was fun, but um, <clears throat> going back into the fast, the Fast and the Furious, um, man, you know, had it had its standard storyline, and pretty much like they talked about cars and stuff. 
Mm. Um, but the main plot wasn't about cars. So, what are we going to say? We're going to say spoilers for everything. We're not going to hold out. So Okay, uh, this so this is just a blanket spoiler warning. Yeah, yeah. For everything we're talking everything about, Fast and Furious related. Can we just say that? Yeah, definitely. So this is definitely a spoiler for all the Fast and Furious that we're just going to talk about right yeah. now. Um, <laughs> so, um, you would need to pause this right now and watch all the movies and then unpause this podcast. <laughs> and then come back to it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's on Netflix anyways. I think the only yeah. thing that you're missing is... Hold on. The only thing you're missing is... Hobbs and Shaw. Eight. Eight's not on there yet. <laughs> so you have... Have you seen Hobbs and Shaw? Yeah. No. Oh. <sighs> Mate. <laughs> that takes it too far. <laughs> <laughs> they're like they're like how can we do fast and furious but dial it to 10 <laughs> like a like fast and furious is like like a six or a seven how can we crank that honestly if they wanted to they could have just called that transporter four featuring the rock and it would have worked this exactly the same way <laughs> it's pretty much the same thing isn't it <laughs> transporter one was also really good and then they started escalating it that's a story for another no. time. Was that the one where he's the driver? The that's, he's just the... That's all he is. He calls himself a transport. He just transports stuff. Yeah, that's... that's no the, questions uh, asked. <laughs> that's the one... Number one's the one where he's like... Uh, where he's, he's a driver and they rob a bank or something and they're like... Uh, he's like, oh, you're one over. I calculated this many people. You're one over. You have to get rid of it. Oh, otherwise, I'm not going. <laughs> and they're yeah. like, go, go, go. Because you told me we're only carrying this many people. Yeah. I tuned my car for this. We're not going to escape the police. Yeah. Rules are rules. you got to lose one person. <laughs> they shoot the guy. They shoot the guy. <laughs> I was mad. Um, so, let, let's go back to Fast and Furious before we, like, <laughs> Yeah, so don't, let's not get too sidetracked. Yeah, so, yeah. where do you want to go from this? Um, so, we're talking about the first movie. We're talking about the first movie, like... Basically, for me, what well, my experience. Let, let's talk about. Let's go for experience, then story, and then um, how it changed. Right. How it changed um, car movies from there, pretty much. So, for me, the experience was it was crazy. It was. It was um, the first, you could say it was the first of its kind to do what it did. Yeah, yeah, with definitely that, with that kind of car culture. Yeah, like, um, and I think it's still the only, only franchise that does it the only movies that does have that car culture because if you look at any other one if you look at all the other movies made the only thing closest to it was probably um need for speed but <laughs> let's not go there because <laughs> that was need for speed was good for what it was a, a, a movie based on a racing video game <laughs> yeah <laughs> But which video game do they choose? We don't know. <laughs> Need for Speed as a whole. Yeah, I mean, but like, which, which one? We don't know. <laughs> they didn't take any storyline or anything from there. Um, <clears throat> yeah, now with this one, man, <clears throat> the concept was a lot of people didn't realize that the story that the storyline was based on um, in selling DVD players and stuff. <laughs> a lot of people thought the storyline was about the cars. The cars, oh yeah, for sure. The storyline was the, the heist. The heist, yeah. I guess you could call it that. But um, I think there was a huge focus on the cars more so than in the movies now. Yeah, 
So they were focused more sort of on the cars more than they were on the actual doing a heist, stealing and selling it on the black market pretty much. Um, then they introduced the car racing component to it component and it was pretty much like uh, like you've got all these different cars in this movie and people just go nuts over it like I think till this day if you ask anyone what their favorite Fast and Furious car is you they'll give you the two options I think it'll be um, Paul Walker's Skyline in yep. Too Fast and Furious and the Supra the orange mm. Supra Oh, yeah, if we're going... Yeah, those would be up there. If And yeah. maybe closely behind that would be Dom's Charger. Yeah. But those are your main cars. Those definitely. are your main cars, pretty much. Like, if you look everywhere, like, if you type up, like, Fast and Furious, like, um, decal and all that stuff, it just comes up with, um, <laughs> like, the Paul Walker Skyline and the Supra, pretty much. And then... But then you have, you have like, Brian who's played by Paul Walker uh, as a, like a cop being an undercover agent and basically trying to get in get in with Dom and seeing if he's the guy that's doing the operation and stuff or it's someone else, you know, stealing and and all that stuff. So it pretty much <clears throat> it pretty much was on the borderline of sort of like a car movie slash a detective like a like sort of like a high slash um, criminal movie. Yeah. Would you say the first one? Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Because <laughs> definitely works out. Like, like, like the storyline, you know, isn't that great. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's got an okay storyline. <laughs> it's not the best. But uh, the, the the action, it's action-packed. You have, there's so many things, man. Like, um, what, what are your thoughts on it? <laughs> I think it's good for what they did when you look at it as what they wanted to do, in particular the director, mm-hmm. was try and put the camera inside the underground car culture scene of the US. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, here's, here's the car culture scene, the underground street racing scene and all that. We want that to be a focus. How can we fit a story in there that's yeah. going to excite an audience and and uh, create action so it, it, on a side note as well it also annoys me when we look at the current movies mm-hmm. and people say uh, people are going on about how it's not about the cars anymore and then you get a group of people saying it was never about the cars but yeah. if you ask the director of the f- first original movie his true focus was the cars and he built the story around that around the cars yeah yeah like Fun fact, like that 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 movie was based on a on a magazine that he saw. Did yeah, you know he read that? an yeah. article he, about he, um drag racing, drag racing, uh, yeah. underground dra- drag racing. Yeah, um, that's that's what he based it off, basically. Like, so basically, he was more focused on, <clears throat> like, he had the car elements in there, but he pretty much he pretty much had okay. I want to have this movie is going to have some racing in it. It's going to have some drag racing in it, and we're going to see some like done up cars like you know what what we see out there people modifying their cars people doing uh, you know 
enhancing, modifying, uh, the making story building. behind how they got the cast yeah. of the movie is also pretty good. <laughs> oh yeah, he he got his from a junkyard. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but all all the background cars they they um they did a casting call for car owners to bring their car to be on the set of the movie. Yeah, yeah, majority of them are like uh, actual people that own the cars, like the back- yeah, like- they're all they're all apart from the the main hero cars. All the background cars are show cars. And most of the people driving them are their actual owners. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So the extras weren't... The extras were, like, car owners, pretty much. Yeah. And that's 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 what it was. And that's the cool thing about it, because you see all these different types of... You don't see, like, a stock standard. Like how in the newer movies, it's all the same, sort of. You, mm. back, back then, you see all these cars have all different things it's all unique you know it's not the same it's all different it's all different shapes all different styles and that was the cool thing about it because you see cars there it just fascinates you like like a jetta a volkswagen jetta jetta yeah jetta <laughs> jetta 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 whatever jaha jaha volkswagen jaha <laughs> like that car man that car was exotic but now, if you tell someone that, if now you tell someone about a Volkswagen Jetta, they'll be like, they'll look at you weird. They'll be like, "What? <laughs> Those cars exist?" <laughs> but that was the thing about the cars from the first few movies. The go with the car culture was based off. You would get considered rich cars for the time. Like these cars aren't cheap anymore because no, no, no. they appreciated, <laughs> but they were kind of cheap for the time. And then you would modify it yeah. to make it faster. So if you rocked up with a a high end Ferrari or a Lamborghini, you would be out of place. Yeah, exactly. Because it'd be like, what are you doing? <laughs> Did you say the Honda S2000 was the most time car? Oh, Everything... you mean the like, most late model for <clears throat> Late that model time. for that time. Like, the, mo- the the latest model for that time. Because everything else was, like, late 90s. Like, the Supra, yeah. the Supra was, a, I think it was a 95 Supra? Or 94? And that then... being said, we have to remember, the movie was only made in 2001. 2001, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But even then, like if you look, if you think about it, like it's six, six or seven years. Mm. The car, the car is like six or seven years old. I think the S two thousand was like probably recent car they had, and probably yeah. We can fact check that later, but let's just go with this. <laughs> yeah, we'll just go with that. Because to my knowledge, everything else was still a bit the nineties. The only car that I reckon it was in the two thousands, not by the name. Obviously, but <laughs> <laughs> nah, yeah, but, that sounds about right. Yeah, this movie really have villains at all, or not really? Then now we open up the whole hero, villain, antagonist, protagonist. It depends on what angle you're looking at this movie from. Exactly. Okay, so so I, I would, would say the main bad guy is Johnny Tran. The racing, yes. Okay. I would say he's the the main general. He's the main antagonist for the movie. Okay, in just in general, and then even though. By the end of the end of the movie, it turns out he's not the one behind all the heists. No, it's actually no. Vin Diesel. Yeah, but but it's still like it's yeah. Johnny Tran's the main antagonist. Yeah, because he killed Jesse. Oh yeah. Oh my. Was it was it him that? or was it what's what's his name? The other guy, Lance. Lance. Who's Lance? He's Lance. The, the number two guy. He's number oh, two. Johnny Tran. Johnny Tran's number two guy. Oh, I thought you were talking about the other guy on Dom's crew. No, What's his name? Uh, Vince. Yeah. Yeah. Who was the other guy that was driving this um, 
He was driving to Scotland as well in number one. I forgot his name as well. Oh, yeah, that other guy. The other guy. So, side note, that Skyline got crushed after, um, sometime after the movie was made. Because oh. it was imported legally. Really? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, w- I hope it wasn't like one of the car owners. I hope these guys bought it for that movie. <laughs> yeah. No, um, it got sold sometime after the movie and then eventually, I think the feds caught up with it and they crushed it. <laughs> Resting oh rip. no! Oh, poor guy that bought it, man. Oh, jeez. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, could you just imagine? Like, he buys the car that like he only has for a few God. months before it's crushed. <laughs> Sorry, America, for your weird import rules for cars. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> don't we don't have weird ones, do we? Uh, we weird? like we still have importing rules, yeah. but they're not as nuts as they are for America. No. Yeah, imported cost as much as buying the car pretty much oh yeah, yeah. yeah it's that's a whole so much effort. yeah um did you want to add anything else onto that fast and furious the fast the furious oh going back to fast and furious yeah. or the fast um, and the furious me it's my favorite movie of the series mm-hmm. um because the least escalated it's the least out there if you know it's the most like, it's down just to not earth. That over the top. Yeah. Everything was like proportional. Yeah, it's like the <laughs> most down to earth film in the in the series in the franchise. Yeah, pretty much. Like mm. it's it's very grounded. There's no. That's the word grounded. Yeah, there's yeah. no there's like there's no disobeying physics at all. It's <laughs> it's pretty much like how would they do it in real life, and how would they. Like they've pretty much said, this is what's gonna happen in this is how it happens in real life. Just put that in, yeah. translate that into the movies. There were a few iffy grey areas in that movie, but they tried to keep it as grounded and real as they could. Yeah. I guess you could say. Was was it that drag race between the Supra and the Ferrari? Because <laughs> that was ridiculous. And all the races were ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> they were, weren't they? Danger to manifold, the floor panel falls out, and all, all of that. Okay, that that was something that wasn't ground, grounded for sure, because that, <laughs> that is so dangerous in real life as well. <laughs> but, so, like, I want to look at the movie in the comparison to the rest of the franchise. Mm-hmm. Take any later movie... I like them as movies. I like them as action movies. But I don't like them as Fast and Furious movies. Because to me, the first movie defines Fast and Furious movie is. Because it's the original one. Yep. So I compare every other one back to that back one. Back to the first one. So I like the new ones as movies, but not as Fast and Furious movies. Yeah, so the n- newer ones are sort of borderline, like, your dra- action drama movies. Um, yeah, they're just so over the top. Just now. way over the top kind of thing. So for me, this I I rank this uh, yeah I rank this as my second favorite. Mm-hmm. Like my favorite was five. I loved five. Like five, I can watch like not because of the the scene where they get rid of the safe, like they take the safe the and stuff. Oh, that was <laughs> so. But like <clears throat> number five was the first time you see them combining all three like sort of movies like you sort of combined the fast and the furious the cast of fast the fast and the furious the cast of too fast to furious and 
just Han from Tokyo Drift. Yeah. Pretty much. That was the first time we see them all combined together. It's a good tie-in for all of the aspects. Yeah. Pretty, mu- pretty much um, that, that, that would have been my favourite. But <laughs> The Fast and Furious is definitely a, a number two second favourite for me because obviously it just kicks, kicked it off and just... Man, he got, if you don't get excited by watching it, then, uh, man, seriously. <laughs> like... I think for a lot of people, that movie is the thing that triggered passion for cars. Oh, 100%. Guaranteed, 100%. Like, would have kicked off a generation of people going out when they're old enough to uh, do, it all, do it up, you know, put time and effort into it and make yeah. it their own. And I think this movie, because this movie, they show that part where they get this rust bucket, but has a crazy engine, you know, and... You said 10 second car, ten, not 10 minute car. Yeah. <laughs> Pop the hood. Pop the hood, bro. <laughs> Yo, check this out. Check this out. Pop the hood. <laughs> like, that's the thing. Like, th- like, you see a lot of people started doing that, where they would go to junkyards and buy these kind of cars and do them up because especially here in Australia I don't think we had that kind of scene but after these movies we never had it mm. before that I'm, I'm pretty sure we never had something like, like that I feel like there is a scene here it's just too underground we don't know about it <laughs> not really they... like I'm, I'm sure there are people um, straight racing like in places we just don't hear about it as too much they used to do it at um nashi's so national Park. yeah yeah i heard that um, a few people got booked a, a few months ago um trying to do the toge at the royal national park yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what they do so basically they used to block off the roads back in nashi's and they used to have yeah. races there and, and and um national park um and then they used to have car meetups at um orange grove uh near liverpool where They've got the Krispy Kreme and stuff. They have car. They used to have car meetups there all the time. Uh, yeah, but they've stopped it now because the cops have come in. And but some people still do it. But I haven't seen. It's not as big as it was before. Like that shit used to be packed. There used to be. It was literally just imagine like in this from. Just imagine race wars in the Fast and the Furious, but mm. without the drag racing. Public service announcement, guys. <laughs> To keep all the racing off the streets and you can go to a track day starting from 200 bucks 200 bucks whole day not only, just, just go nuts not go even, hard not even that like if you're a p player you get free entry on wednesdays and you can do a drag race for free one drag race for oh, free man. we should get our peas i know can we go back can we go back <laughs> you didn't know about that no yeah, they, nah, I don't know if I want to take my car to the drag. <laughs> like, no. I'd probably break something. Yeah, no. <laughs> they they proper, they inspect it, like, properly inspect it. And if it's, like, mm. if it's not, like, conditioned for a drag race, they won't let you. And you have to bring... Because your... I know that I know that they spray stuff on the ground, like, a kind of like a glue compound on yeah. the ground at the start line. Mm-hmm. So if I do a hard launch on that, I'm just not 100% sure if the car will... but yeah no um so yeah eastern creek dragways used to do it um used to have drag races so basically if you guys if any p players are out there and have a hop souped up car head on down to eastern creek dragways 
and uh, go have some fun. But or be even safe. any car, be honestly. Safe. Like, I think if you have a, um, just any maintained car, just go do a drag, like yeah, a, does... an Eastern Creek drag yeah. race or do a, a track day, any sanctioned any car, off the road yeah, kind of racing. Any any car, pretty much, that doesn't fall apart, <laughs> you can take for sure. Like, but... I own a, a 2000 Lancer. It's slightly lower, the exhaust is slightly louder, but basically it's, it's stock. And I take that to dra- um to track days, mm-hmm. and I I honestly reckon a track day is fine in any car. Like it, you don't need to have the fastest car or the most modded car. If you just go in any car, yeah. just drive it a bit quick. It's it's fun as. Awesome. Should all it, check it what out. What was that car that you last track day that you had? Yeah, oh, I forgot what it was. It was like sort oh, of. Oh yeah, like... these two guys rocked up in a Honda Jazz. Yeah, they yeah, were yeah going that's it. Hard yeah. out. Yeah. They 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 were getting the wheels lifting off the ground. They were spinning off the track and getting back on. And they <laughs> awesome. Honda Jazz. They were yeah. ripping. They were just oh man. <laughs> I'm just keen. I want to take my car out, but I'm just like oh I don't want to like. I'm thinking about selling it, so I'm like oh I don't want to take it to a track day and just ruin it <laughs> for now. Like, I feel like if as long as you're being within reason you won't ruin it no uh, definitely I would love to take my car out for day one day we should do something later in the year um, I'm, I'm waiting for my um, tyres to wear a bit more so I can get new tyres yeah. and then we'll go <laughs> are you going uh, to get lettering on your tyres? maybe I'm, I'm debating whether or not to get the stickers or if I'll just paint it again yeah lettering go on your car when you had it it's fine it's, I've still got it nothing's come still off it? yet yeah it's still good um just have to clean it up a bit a little bit more because i haven't cleaned it i haven't washed the car for a bit and tell them to put tire shine on because because when you put tire shine on residue left over can sometimes go onto the letter lettering oh yeah yeah and just ruins it kind of so i put paint on my tires and i find that if i clean the tire properly before i put the paint on it the paint will just stay there. Yeah. Unless I, of course, rub it off with like through cleaning, or if I curb the the tire. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But th- then I also can't wash the tire because if I wash the tire, the paint just gonna paint comes off. off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, with this one, you can wash it no? because he what he does is um he glues it on, like grinds it and glues it on. Yeah. So he. I I hear that as long as it's properly cleaned prior to you gluing it on, and you glue it on properly, it's yeah. just gonna stay. Oh yeah, no. So that's no. the the perk of having the lettering. That's what he the does. Stickers. Yeah, that's what he does. He he puts it on, um, that way. So he does a good job, man. Like I haven't had any complaints about it. Um, the other people I work that've got it done, no complaints. Yeah, I only the only the only thing that I had was I think he had a bad batch of glue when he did it the first round for me, mm. and then I told him about it, and then he did the second round for me for free. Hey. That was the day where you guys came over. You saw him doing it. <laughs> oh yeah, nice. yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyways, sidetracked a little bit too much. <laughs> what do you want to rank this movie? You want, like, as in, like, out of a ten? I'm not good at ranking things. Nah, it's it's good. Either. It's good. Let's. I'd watch that, it. That's our ranking. It's good. <laughs> it's up there. It's 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 good. <laughs> so there's there's yeah nah or nah yeah. <laughs> it's a yeah nah. Nah, nah. <laughs> nah it's a good one. It's nah, good if, if yeah nah look look a hey, yeah. if 
if you if you like cars and you somehow have not seen this movie, just watch it. Just watch it. Oh, unless but unless you if you're not a fan of cars, yeah. and you love the new Fast and Furious movies, don't watch this movie. Don't watch this one because you won't like it at all. <laughs> yeah. Well, unless you're Josh and don't know anything about it, so um. This Shout is a movie for the car enthusiasts, not for the action movie enthusiasts. Uh, if you like The Rock, you're not going to like this movie. Because <laughs> he's not in it. <laughs> Dwayne The um, Rock Johnson. Mate. <laughs> Guy got jacked up for that movie. Um, he actually didn't. He, he was jacked up for another he's, movie. He's, he's always been huge. Every- Every movie he's in... He gets bigger. Like, since the 2000s, he's just gotten progressively bigger. Yeah, exactly. Uh, okay, let's skip to Too Fast, Too Furious, the sequel. Sort of sequel. Ooh. Air quotation Actually, before marks. we get on to Too Fast, Too oh, Furious, yep. have you seen the Too Fast, Too Furious prequel? Is that there the... Was like a, I think it's about 10 minutes long. It's a prequel showing how, how Paul, how Paul ended went up... from... The first movie into the second movie? Yeah. How he got the skyline? Yeah. Yeah. So, like, it was his journey from, basically, where were they? Like, Los Angeles? Yeah, Los Angeles. Yeah. And, and he makes his way all the way to Miami, pretty much. Yeah, so if anyone hasn't um, heard of this, yeah, you, it's probably on YouTube. There's like a, it's like 10, 15 minutes long. It starts with uh, Paul Walker's character... After he lets Vin Diesel escape with his Supra, how he, he then legs it because the cops are now after him because he let a criminal go. Yep. He then travels across uh, America, eventually picks up his skyline, then he eventually ends up in... What city are they in in Too Fast, Too Furious? Miami. Miami? Yeah. Yeah, and he ends up there. So it's a pretty good video. I recommend it. Um, did, it did it have a title? I'm just thinking. It does have a title. It's, kind of, it's like... Look it up, mate. <laughs> Yeah, I'm looking it up now. I thought it did have it's a title. Like turbocharged prequel. Yeah, because I know I don't know number four had a prequel. Um, prequel I, or is it a? I have to watch that. Yeah, it's um. Explain how Paul Walker joined the FBI because it always bothered me that they never mentioned him joining the FBI no, in no, the fourth no, movie. No, 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 no. The short film that you were just talking about, it's called the Turbocharged um, Prelude. For too prelude. Prelude. Yeah, for, I was close. Um, turbocharged prelude. Yeah, turbocharged prelude for Too Fast, Too Furious. That's the one. Fortunately, it does not include a Honda prelude. No, it doesn't. <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> don't come to us about it. <laughs> mm. uh, I'm just trying to find out that, that one. The other one. Um, what is this one about? The one that you're talking about? It's a, I think it's a prequel to 4. Oh, are we watching it now? No, no, no. It's like, it's like half an hour. That's what it's called. So, this is a prequel. Uh, and basically, it finishes. Yeah. It finishes where, um, where number four starts. Link that to me later. Yeah, yeah, we'll do. <laughs> Thank you. We'll do. Because it's got, it's got a, it's got, it's got Vin Diesel. Um, so it's got Dom, Letty, Han. And the two brothers, uh, not the two oh, brothers, the, the two yeah, the Spanish two brothers, yeah. Spanish compadres, whatever the hell. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It's twenty minutes. It's about twenty minutes or half an hour, something like that. But yeah, I'll link no, that I one to did you. Did not know that yeah. was a thing. Yeah, no, me neither. But 
um, it was uh, like I saw it. I think it came as a bonus on a on a Blu-ray on the Blu-ray, and I've got I've got all the Blu-rays, so I think it was like a bonus feature on that, and that's the only time I've seen it. After that, I haven't seen it. <laughs> Hopefully, it's on YouTube. Yeah. Check it out later. Will, I'll I'll find it and I'll send you the link. Nice, thank you. Yeah. So you had those ones. Um, so let's go. Let's rewind and go back to Too Fast, Too Furious. Too Fast, Too Furious. Yeah. Miami Heat. Pretty much. I'm surprised they didn't call it Miami Heat. Or the Fast and the Furious Miami Heat. So anyway... This yep. was a good escalation from the first movie. They just put everything up one level. They, they still had. They still had the action, the, the, a reasonable story, all the racing, the car culture... Um, yeah, I think it was a good sequel. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. They had um, a good sequel, um, good storyline as well. Excluding that they didn't have, like, Vin Diesel and most of the original cast. But there were reasons for that, um, but yeah, it would have been nice if they Vin, had they the same cast. But Vin, I think Vin Diesel... Not only did Vin Diesel say he was never going to be in a sequel, but... Um, the reason, another reason why he wasn't in this one was, um, I think it was clashing with another movie he was doing at the same time. What was he making Filming. that year? What would have came out? Well, what's Too Fast to Fear? It's 2002, right? No, 4. 2003. It would have been Riddick, I reckon. Interesting I think it would have Riddick, been Riddick. bit of trivia yeah. related to Tokyo Drift, but I can save that for when we get there. When we get to Tokyo Drift, yeah. I think it was Riddick, yeah. I think it was filming the first Riddick movie. Nice. Back then. So that's why you couldn't probably do um, Too Fast and Furious. They actually had a, a script. It was um, mostly done, or if not completed, with Vin Diesel's character in it. But then Vin Diesel's like, no, nope, not doing this movie. There should be no sequels to The Fast and the Furious. <laughs> he just wanted a one-off and one-and-done yep. kind of thing. But yeah, no, this, mo- this movie focuses more on Walker's character, Brian, and his mm-hmm. sort of um, FBI relations that he had. Because in the yeah. first one, they don't dive into that much racing and stuff in the first one. It's mainly just a few phone calls here and there. But in this one, this one's like the whole thing's like basically yeah. under surveillance the whole time. He's definitely an agent in this one. Whilst in the first one, uh, they didn't focus too much on him being an agent, but they had it in the background. But it wasn't as 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 number two, where it was pretty uh, much yeah. like this is Paul Walker. He's still a street racer. He's still a badass, but he's also an FBI agent. To bring him out of the street racing scene, because like he he basically after the first movie, his character just given up on being a cop. Right? <laughs> he's just like I'm gonna be a street racer. That's my job now. Yeah. Yeah, because it, it doesn't explain, like, if you don't watch that, um, that, the prequel, Turbocharged Prelude. <laughs> prelude. Prelude. Prelude, Prelude. Honda Prelude. Um, if you don't see that, then you don't understand how much of a good racer he becomes. Yeah, in, in that short movie, he, um, he's, like, got a heap of, um, race wins in there. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> what I mean, like, it's basically, it goes from a guy that could barely barely race like just learning to race kind of like not as experienced to like 
this guy where everyone's like shit scared and they're like oh nah we're not gonna race tonight <laughs> because he's <Yeah>. racing <laughs> you know the reaction that you get from um what's her name suki that asian asian chick where they're like do yeah. you have your fourth they're like nah and then he calls him up and he races over see her she's like ah oh, shit <laughs> she knew she wasn't gonna win so <laughs> yeah yeah nah he's, he's got a gtr no 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 no, no, no. <laughs> My question is, did he refuel before the race? Because if you see it, he's like, it feels like he's on like the other side of the town. <laughs> you know what I mean? He would have used all his fuel getting to the race. That's what I mean, you know? <laughs> like, did he like refuel when he got there? No, see, I have this theory, right? That um, Unlimited the faster fuel. you drive the less fuel you use because you get to your destination sooner than later. So you don't have enough time for the fuel to be used. It doesn't burn as much. Yeah. That makes sense, right? The faster you drive, the quicker you get to your destination, the less fuel you use. Because you need other things as well. It's not just fuel. All right. <laughs> See, guys, I, I know things. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Lawrence's Engineering 101. <laughs> You know, I actually have a master's of teaching. I'm qualified to teach people stuff. <laughs> oh, I swear to God, I'm a teacher. I swear. I swear, like the government, I'm government approved and everything. Look, look. <laughs> That's a story for another time. <laughs> Oh my god. I swear to god, bro. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> but still. <laughs> it felt like it was on like the other side. Like literally, it was like... It took him like almost like half an hour to get there. <laughs> I got a little anecdote for you. So you, you know how I skipped the podcast last week because I entered a go-kart race? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so... So the, they recommend refueling the go-kart halfway during the race because the the tank is not... You don't have enough fuel to finish the whole race in one go, right? Yeah, yeah. So me and my team were like, everyone's fueling up at about the one and a half hour mark. Let's see if we could push it to two hours yeah, just yeah. so I could get a little bit a extra, longer run yeah. out of it. We decided we're going to... The three of us mm-hmm. doing pits roughly every half hour. Yeah. But we weren't swapping drivers every half hour. We would do one hour blocks each. And that way we would maintain our rhythm. Yep. So they were like, I took the second hour. And then we thought, we could probably make the fuel last the second hour. Yep. And then we'll do the fuel. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't? <laughs> I mean, we're about an hour 45 minutes into the race. And I'm yep. trying to signal them while I'm driving that yep. the, the tank's empty. <laughs> We need to do the pit. The tank's empty. (laughs) I pulled into the pit at about a minute, an hour, 50 minutes into the race. And then they took a photo of the fuel tank. It was literally empty. It's it's on their Facebook page. Yeah, I think I saw it. Yeah. (laughs) It was literally, there was nothing in there. I reckon I was only. The end, I was using the fuel that was in the fuel line. There was nothing in the tank. I wouldn't have lasted no. like another lap. No. He, and you know what was dodge? Like when I read it, when they posted it, they said 
Uh, you guys came in second, right? Team Dragon. Yeah. Right? Was it Team Dragon Dra- Racing? Dragon Racing, right? Team Dragon Racing. They're like, they're like Team Dragon Racing, living on the edge, finishing <laughs> with an empty tank. And I'm like, wait, what? I did. Because I pitted half an hour before that, and they're like, do you want to swap your fuel? You're not going to last much longer. I'm like, mate, I got this. And then I drove out. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, bro. I'm professional. Don't so. worry, bro. <laughs> I swear to God, bro. <laughs> a professional, I promise. <laughs> i got to film the next one. Oh, it was so good. Yeah. You have to film it. I'll be... <laughs> anyway, too fast, too furious. <laughs> How did we go from cooking field to... <laughs> oh, don't get me started on fuel. Okay, we'll, we'll save that. Um, fast and furious, anyway, so we spoke a little bit about it. They go in as, um, like, sort of, like, premise of the movie is they <clears throat> they go in as undercover agents or undercover street racers to do a job for some drug lord cartel person. It kind of it just turns into a buddy cop film yeah, after they much. recruit Tyrese. <laughs> yeah, it's basically Paul Walker and Tyrese. It's pretty much um, Lethal Weapon. <laughs> lethal Weapon. <laughs> But, like, with cars. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, that's what it is, isn't it? It's just pretty much Too Fast and Furious is, like, lethal weapons with, like, like done-up cars. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. And it's where, like, Tyrese is, like, with his don't-give-a-shit attitude and Paul Walker's, like, the person that goes by the rule book, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. I never knew how racist this movie was sometimes. <laughs> True. <laughs> Man, it was oh, it was a different time. It was back a then. different time. We got away with a lot of things. Yeah. <laughs> I sort of got like the the because basically because okay Miami is like like Spanish hub two point like Latino hub two point <sighs> Much start speaking Portuguese or Portuguese or Spanish in Miami, no matter what. Like so, pretty much <laughs> like that's that's the native language. Greece is just like. Calling everyone like racist, <laughs> like <laughs> names and <laughs> like he's like giving shit to the Spanish people. <laughs> he doesn't care about anyone else, but he just gives shit. Hey, Fonzie! <laughs> oh my god, oh, that that line. Inge- do you reckon? Injecto Cito. <laughs> when he did that Fonzie line, <laughs> do you do you reckon he'd never seen Happy Days? Probably not. Like. Like, like they wrote the line into the script for him to say it just like Fonzie. Yeah. And the, and then no one bothered to show him how Fonzie actually says it. Exactly. And then they were just, like, 50 takes in and like, let's just use this one. <laughs> Tyrese stood this way. Yeah, man, I got this. Fonzie. No, Tyrese. Like, that, that was such a bad delivery for that line. Eh... <laughs> 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 Sit on it. What did he even say? What was the uh, line? I forgot, man. It was it was something yeah. Fonzie. It was so bad. It's not worth remembering. Nah. Don't watch that. Watch the movie, but skip that skip in that those bit. five seconds. <laughs> it was um, and, and then he ejects the seat. And he ejects those seat, Like what the hell? Oh my god! Like. <laughs> And then um we had um what's his name, Ludacris, trying to be Snoop Dogg. 
Have you seen you've seen Starchy and Hutch, yeah? The, oh, that's the, such a good movie. The Owen <laughs> the Owen Wilson and Ben Stiller one. Yeah. That's got um what's his name? Snoop Dogg in it? Snoop Dogg. Huggy Bear Huggy is Bear. Snoop yeah, Dogg. Yeah. So basically did that come out before Too Fast and Furious? Because if it did Starsky and Hutch came out. Ooh, that no, that, that would have been around the same time. Same I think time, it came what? out a year after Too Fast Too Furious. Two thousand and four, mm. so it came out after. Yeah. Okay, because I was gonna say, did they they base like Ludacris's character off um, Huggy Bear? But I guess, <laughs> I, but I guess they yeah. But Snoop's the... dog, Snoop Dogg's version of Huggy Bear. Yeah. Like, if you actually watch the original Starsky and Hutch show, it's nothing, nothing like, like that the movie. Same thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's completely different. The Starsky and Hutch movie is similar to the Starsky and Hutch TV show. Yeah. In the same way, the Charlie's Angels movies are the, are similar to the Charlie's, Charlie's Angels, Angels TV, TV show. show. <laughs> Which is the similar to the Too Fast, Too Furious TV show. <laughs> As Fast and Furious is too. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, 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 okay. Check this out. Okay, listen to this. Listen to this. So, Too Fast and Too Furious was released in the United States on 6th of June, 2003, and grossed $236 million worldwide. It received negative reviews on Metacritic and Rotten Tomato. It won't tax the brain cells. What does that mean? I don't know, man. It won't tax the brain cells. What do you mean by that? How was this movie that negative? I never, I never thought it was that negative. I thought it was like still a good movie. I thought it was all right, I but I, I can see it was why like as good as the first. Some people one. don't like it. <laughs> yeah, but I, I can see why it wasn't as good as the first one. But I don't think it was more to say about this movie, is there? Unless you want to. People were just upset. Vin Diesel wasn't <laughs> in it. Yeah, pretty much. Ja Rule was offered to play um, Edge instead of um, <laughs> Monica. <laughs> <laughs> Could you really bring, bring him back? Hello. Do something, Jarl. <laughs> one of the highlights for me, one of the yeah. later movies, was they got a cameo from Hector. Oh. You remember Hector from the first movie? Oh, My name's Hector. Yeah. I have a last name too, but I can't pronounce it. Answer, yeah. <laughs> He's like, hey, Brian, what can you do for me? <laughs> what, which one does he show up in? He shows up in four, right? What? He shows up in like seven or something. Does he? Yeah. <laughs> it's so random. He shows up in one of them. <laughs> but um, I love this quote. Okay, so so Jaru was offered five hundred thousand for the role, which is more than uh, which is more than he had been paid to appear in the Fast and the Furious. Because mm. he he was in that movie as well. Yeah, he was in the drag race. Yeah. He drives the. The Honda Integra. Yeah. In the yeah, first yeah, yeah, drag race. And um he's the one where uh his uh Monica, he's the one where he's like if you win <laughs> if you win if you win you get me. I was like if you if you finish you get me. If you win you get her as well. Monica <laughs> You did it with Oh <laughs> <laughs> The first movie was so oh good. My God. <laughs> Bro, I had you. 
You had me? You never had me. <laughs> you didn't have your car. <laughs> you don't have your car now. <laughs> but anyway, so... So... Um, so he got paid more. Um, he got paid 15000 for the Fast and the Furious. He was getting offered <laughs> wow. 500000 But according to Singleton, um, and a quote... Jaru got too big for himself and turned it down. He turned he turned down half a million dollars. <laughs> he was acting like he was too big to be in the sequel. <laughs> he wouldn't recall <laughs> return calls. <laughs> What's wrong with this guy? Monica. Monica. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, you disappeared. <laughs> okay. I don't think there's anything else to say about this movie, is there? Unless you want to add anything else on. Alright. It, it was alright. <laughs> Let's go to the most controversial movie of the, of, the seri- of the franchise. The lowest grossing movie of the franchise. And the mo- Franchise. Yeah. Because, it, because if you're after Vin Diesel, if you're after Paul Walker, if you're after Ludacris, or even Tyrese... Well, guess what? You don't get them in this. Oh, well, you do get Vin Diesel, but only for like five seconds. Brief cameo. But for like five seconds. Besides that, a whole new club, a whole new um cast. It only made 159 million. This movie is the reason why all movies from this point, all Fast and Furious movies after this, have lost the street racing focus. Yeah. Because basically, this was the lowest grossing film. So the, the studio, I think it's Universal Studios, they were like, we want to keep this franchise, but we're losing money. Let's mix it up. Else, Let's yeah. get rid of the street racing and make the franchise now more universally appealing to yeah. everyone. Just through focusing on like the street, street racing aspect of it, like mm. the storyline comes second to the street racing. Tokyo Drift, like four, five, six, seven, eight is more like street racing is second hand like mm-hmm. literally <laughs> literally after Tokyo Drift there's two one street race in 4 one street race in 5 6 doesn't have one yeah 7 doesn't have one 8 doesn't have one oh 8 has one yeah 8's got the one in the beginning yeah but, but <laughs> exactly like the first 3 movies the racing was a huge focus huge fo- there was like about 4, four kind of and yeah. then after that, they yeah. just lost it because because this was the last proper racing one for the franchise, but it was the lowest grossing yeah, one. This, so they, that's why they can. This it. was more focused on the like the racing and the cars, and the, mm. this was more focused on the Japanese scene of the cars and stuff, like basically how they do it in Japan. This kind of thing is like they've got cars that are like futuristic cars and stuff in Japan <laughs> that you can barely get around here, anyways. <laughs> so. In Tokyo Drift, I love Tokyo Drift. Tokyo Drift was awesome. I have quite a bit of a beef with Tokyo yeah. Drift, but we we can get we to that a yeah. bit later. But like, I like Tokyo Drift because it was fresh and it was a bit different. It was, yes, it was it was a good take, you know. But again, I can see why people hated it because it wasn't it wasn't the structure that they had they had it in the previous two movies. It wasn't structured out that way. And I honestly reckon the reason why a lot of people hated it was because it didn't have any of the original cast. Yeah, most likely. 
most likely that was the, probably the only reason where they're like like you can take out Fast and Furious uh, you can take out Tokyo Drift from the series and nobody would know yeah <laughs> but then when it comes to I think it's is it 7 where Jason Statham is introduced it's 7 right yeah 7 yeah and you'll be confused about like wait why is Vin Diesel in Tokyo and like besides that the besides yeah, that, for the most part Tokyo Drift doesn't, doesn't add anything to the whole exactly. universe it, it's like a it could have been it could have been like a um a spin-off pretty much yeah put Tokyo Drift in the same category as Hobbs and Shaw could you really could yeah you really could because Hobbs and Shaw is called Fast and Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw it's not Hobbs and <laughs> we... Shaw it's Fast and Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw we should do a petition to rename it Fast, Fast and, and Furious, Furious presents Tokyo Drift <laughs> <laughs> we should shouldn't we all right, guys. That's really what it is. We're gonna start up a, peti- a petition. Please sign <laughs> at change the org. <laughs> Be the change you want to see in the world. <laughs> this is this is better than before. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, so this was directed by Justin Lin. He's mm. he's an amazing director. I think he did number. He's done the other Fast and Furious from here as well. He done. He's done most of. Most I of think them. he's done like four or five. Six, seven, and then he was an executive producer on eight. No, he didn't do five. Oh no, did he do five? Yeah, no, he did five. Yeah, yeah. So he done five and six. He's done four, five, and six. Pretty sure he did seven. Seven as well, probably. I'm not too sure. Because I remember I've been looking for his name in the credits, like in the opening credits, yeah. just to make sure it's still him. I remember it in seven, and then eight. It's a different director, but he's like executive producer or something. Um, no, I think pretty sure seven is someone else. Hold on, I'll double check. Let's fact check this. Fact check while we're at it. James Story Wan. of Tokyo Drift is it, ridiculous. It was James Wan. <laughs> Jeez, we're, we're racist, aren't we? Jesus Christ. James Wan. What do you mean? James Wan, hmm? not... James Wan, not Justin Lin. I swear. Uh, is Justin Lin still like a producer in seven? I think he dropped out from there. Oh, my bad. I swear you... Oh, never mind. Ignore me. Don't ignore me completely, but just ignore me on that one bit. Unless he was. Hold on. It was produced by Vin Diesel. James Wan directed it. Produced by Vin Diesel. There you go. My mistake, guys. Yeah. No, because I, I, I was pretty sure someone else directed one of these other movies besides Justin Lin. So I thought that someone else directed um, number five. But number five was Justin Lin. Um, Michael Bay to take over one of them. Um, six, <laughs> Which one? Six Underground. Six Underground. Haven't you seen it? Netflix. Oh, I see it. Six un- Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that was an alright movie. That's um, Fast and Furious. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> Where it is now. Yeah, well, it's pretty much Fast and Furious and um, Baby Driver. Combined together. Driver was good, but I think the marketing lied to everyone. Yeah, like, don't. it wasn't the car movie everyone thought it was going to be. No, it was a heist movie. <laughs> like, I liked it as a movie, <clears throat> but I think the trailer was a bit misleading about what it was going to be. Oh, yeah, 100%. I thought it was all going to be about racing as well. But nope. Mm. But yeah, no, no. So it is Fast and Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw. <laughs> uh... Fast and Furious presents Tokyo Drift. Pretty much. They should just name it that. Okay, so, getting back to the movie. Um, 
On a side note, though, about Tokyo Drift, I want to point out that the live-action initial D movie came out one year before Tokyo Drift, and the, the final race of Initial D had a similar ending to the final race of Tokyo Drift. So maybe it's a coincidence, maybe not, but I'm just going to leave that there. Yeah, it could be. Or something, and they probably did change it, like, last minute. Yeah. I honestly reckon the Initial D live-action movie came out, and then someone's like, hey, drifting, let's do an American movie. <laughs> let's do this. <laughs> But um, yeah, now this movie had an all new cast and whole new different story and stuff like that. Um, it introduced us to that Aussie chick. What's her name? Neela. Is she Aussie? Yeah, she's Aussie. Nah. Yeah. What? Nah. Okay. She's Aussie. I'm pretty sure. Well, yeah. Well, there you go. Um, she was born here in Sydney. She went to North um, North Sydney Girls. There you go. Um, yeah. So, there we go. I wonder what she's been doing. She hasn't been done anything. Okay, literally, she's just done Fast and Fear, uh, Take Your Drift, and The Vampire Diaries. That's it. Yeah, and she was in that music video for, um, Bruno Earth, or whatever his name is. Music video. Mars, what's his face? What's that video she's in? Just the way you are. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. No idea. <laughs> Man. Anyway. So oh, yeah. You are right. To- yeah, Tokyo Drift. Yeah. yeah. Love interest. Bruno Mars, love interest. I haven't seen the video clip for that, but anyways. You get introduced to the best character Han. in the whole franchise. Who'd you say? Han. No. What are you talking about, bro? Twinkie. Are you serious, Han? <laughs> Get out. Man, Han was so good. They killed him in the movie and they were like, we need to rewrite the whole franchise Franchise to bring him back. back. (laughs) And then everyone was like, so wait, did Tokyo Drift happen or not? It was pretty much like, did it actually happen They killed him in Tokyo Drift and they were like, everyone loves this guy. Let's write him into the future movies without considering where we're going with this. And we assumed all the future movies were prequels because he's in it. Yeah. <laughs> and then we get to the point where Tokyo Drift fits into the timeline. And now, according to the trailer, he's back in number nine. And it's just like, How? what's going on? If I swear to God, if I see... If I see Jason Statham pulling him out of the wreckage, I am going to lose my shit. I know, because they, they need to have a clip now of... Of what happens for that car. Because he dies in the car crash. They show it. Like, he dies. So they need to have another clip now retconning him. And it's going to be so bad. Show him dying. They show a car exploding. But we don't know if he's in it or not. But still, saying that, he was pretty much crushed. Yeah, he was harnessed inside a crushed vehicle. Like, good luck getting out when it's about to explode. But I I loved how... I loved how they... They justified that Jason Statham killed him and not anyone else. Yeah, that that was another retcon <laughs> yeah. <in> itself. <laughs> it was like it was like pretty much. Oh no, he didn't get blindsided by a car. Mm. It was Jason Statham that actually did it. <laughs> Perfectly orchestrated. I know. He knew exactly where they were going <clears throat> and how he survived. Be human. Who knows? 
you know. Statham. Now, Statham reinforces his cars. I think that was established in one of the other movies. It's a weird fact. <laughs> he reinforces seven, the, the same, chassis the same in his movie, cars. The same movie. Hmm? The same movie. Number seven. Yeah, in that movie, yeah. Yeah, he reinforced his um, Aston Martin. The Maserati. Was it? I thought it was an Aston Martin. Or was that the, or was that it's okay. basically the same. It's the same thing, anyway. Some British car. Um, you know. Fun fact, sidetrack. I don't know if you heard about this. Um, <clears throat> Statham, Vin Diesel, and The Rock. Um, do you know why they're so OP in these movies? They're huge. No, no, no. Not size-wise. Jason Statham's not that big. Yeah, he's not that but big. he's got presence. He's got presence. It's, it's his, it's his, um, it's his uh, physique. Mm. No, they've got on their contract where it's like the heroes can't be beaten by the bad guys. Like literally, they they can't be punched more than the bad guys. It's in their contract. In their That's contract. so mad. So, so if you look at Hobbs and Shaw, you can't have you can't have the heroes uh, take as much damage as the bad guys. So that's an interesting piece of information. <laughs> so, like, if you look at it, look at just have a look. And in number five, we had the Rock take nothing. Nothing happened to him. The fight between him and Vin Diesel—they were evenly matched. There was no, yeah, there's no, you know, winner. In number six as well. In number six, they they send that guy into hospital by crashing a plane. And Vin Diesel survives that, like, fiery car crash kind of thing. Number seven, the fight between Jason Statham and Vin Diesel on top of the roof. That was evenly matched. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In number eight, same thing. Hobbs and Shaw, they get their ass whooped by one guy. But they chuck, they throw in fewer punches and fewer moves and they still beat that guy. Because through the power of friendship... They win. Yeah, no, it's because contract. Oh, uh, it's in their contract, and plus they teamed up, so it was a two against one situation where one person punches and the other per- person kicks, kind of thing. Yeah, drift. Loved it. Good movie. Love the cars. It was pretty funny as well. I think it opened up a lot of people to the concept of drifting. Yeah, hundred percent, definitely. Because I feel like if it wasn't for Go drift. Your only way into drifting was Need for Speed Underground, or if you knew about Initial D. Yeah, which is a very small sample group. If you think like, I love Initial D, but I didn't know about it then, so I only knew of drifting through playing Need for Speed Underground. Yeah, but even then, like, if you look at it, like, how many people play those games compared to how many people watch the movie, kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So like, so drifting was a concept then. And then, why is he stealing? He's got enough money, because if you look at it, Tokyo Drift technically took took place after, like all after five, where they become rich. Yeah, so Hans should be like super rich in this movie. Yeah, that's probably why he's like, I don't know, you kid. Here, drive my S fifteen for no reason. Yeah. and crash it. It's okay. I'm loaded. He's uh, he's an Evo. <laughs> You crashed my Nissan Silvia? Have an Evo. Have an Evo. Like, who is this guy? Oh, you crashed the Evo? Uh, oh, sorry, the Evo got taken? Um, Here, let, let, let me put my... Help you fit your, my Silvia engine into your Mustang. Into your Mustang. I've got sound, all the money in the world. And make it sound like a Mustang as well. <laughs> How? <laughs> who knows? 
movie magic. <laughs> the power of movie. <laughs> but yeah, no, this movie was great. I like, I like, I really like the um, man. The races in here was pretty intense, and especially that um, that that run that they go on. Where the final one? No, not the final one. The final one, you can barely see anything. It was in the dark. <laughs> <laughs> They wish they were live streaming all of that on Nokia flip phones. <laughs> oh, that was a thing, wasn't it? That was a thing. I forgot about that. That was the peak of technology that was at a the time. Thing, wasn't they it? wish that was oh happening. Oh my gosh. Oh my god, I totally forgot about that. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> they were recording. They're at, the, they're at the top of a mountain live streaming the race to each other on flip phones. And people can see it at the bottom of the mountain. Apparently in Japan it was called Wild Speed 3. Wild Speed 3. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's that's what we should call it. The Fast and the Furious presents Wild, Wild Speed, Speed 3. <laughs> so much better. That sounds so much better than Tokyo Drift. <laughs> do, you re- do you reckon the Fast and Furious franchise has a Japanese dub? Bro, good question. That'd be so mad. Let me find out for you right now. Yeah, so while you're looking that up, I'll explain to you the, the, the main issue I had with Tokyo Drift, right? So from a movie standpoint, I like it. But I've always had this issue about the actual drift races. Mm. To me, it doesn't make sense to have a street drift race. Because um, they, like, the, the main character, what's his face? Um, what What's he called? Sean? Sean. Like, he gets, he gets to Japan, no concept of drifting. They tell him, oh, our racing style is drift racing. Um, it's a race and you have to drift. But they don't explain exactly what the rules are or how you actually win. But they just imply that you have to drift and then cross the line first. Yeah. But it just opens up all this ambiguity about how you're actually meant to race. Drifting wasn't that, that big back then. It pretty much got big because of um this movie. Yeah. Like if you look at it, it got, but like, like, but there was but no... like there's there's like take examples of drifting, right? So you have Formula D, which is professional drifting. Yeah. No, that race is not who crosses the line first. The winner is who can drift the best. Yep. And then you take the drift modes in the Need for Speed games. The winner is not who crosses the line first. The winner is who can do the best drifts. Who accumulates the most points. Who accumulates the most points and the points are based on your drifts. Yeah, right? basically how... So you can cross the line first and lose that race. Yeah. And then you get Tokyo Drift where they don't establish anything. They imply the winner who is is whoever crosses the line first yep. because the winner of each of those races is the one who crosses the line first. Yeah. And it just opens up questions to me. Like what if I choose not to drift and I cross the line first, yeah. do I win? I th- what if I, I drift every corner except the last few mm-hmm. and then I cross the line first. Do I still win? Yeah. Like where, where do you see what I'm getting at? Yeah, they don't definitely. explain what a drift race is, mm-hmm. and I feel like you can't really have a street drift race because it's too subjective. Yeah, I think this was more like they they just put it. I think it was more like circuit racing with the drift element included into it. Because if you look at it, all the racing that you see on this, it's just tight corners, so you can't turn without drifting, and pretty much like 
those tight corner like pretty much those circuits were pretty based on like it was probably just like a circuit race oh no oh, sorry not a circuit race like a sprint race and first onto the line wins kind of thing and to win that race there's tight corners and you just have to drift those tight corners like you have to oh, turn the oh, for sure like i get yeah. drifting is a faster way to take some corners yeah. in some circumstances yeah. but i feel like a lot of the shots that they showed in the movie it would have been faster if they did not drift, drift through those yeah. corners but i think that's what they were going like sort of they were going for like the concept of okay this this is what drifting is in this concept like in this movie drifting is basically turning corners and not yeah. not nothing else it's just basically about turning corners in style and and like there's, to, yeah there's no, there you go there's no points or there's nothing it's just a spec a spectacle and it just gets you there and and we'll narrow the roads we'll narrow the the road so then basically the only way you can cr- like turn is if is if you pull up the handbrake fully lock your wheel and just slide across the steam <laughs> that's pretty much <laughs> like it. i get the yeah. i reckon the way they explained it all in the movie was just to keep it simple for a larger audience yeah. but to me a bit more about drifting and racing i would have felt more comfortable if they had gone hey we use this technique it's drifting and we recommend you use it but it's but i don't like that they just called it drift racing yeah i think that was the, that was the thing there because it's if you look at it all drifting like is this all based on like style points pretty much yeah because yeah. actual drift races are based on the actual drifts not who crosses the line first yeah exactly it's so about I, I, it been, it is. to me it would have been better if they just replaced the opening line of when they introduced the drift races as not as drift races but here's a race and we recommend you you drift most of the corners yeah like these are the races yeah and pretty much this these are races that's a race course and we've got this technique called drifting drifting wasn't as popular so they could have just gotten away with it <laughs> no, definitely yeah probably yeah this movie had some killer songs the soundtrack oh, was yeah. pretty pretty bang on i mean we had the main theme song if you wanna talk you know. Turkey, yeah. How's it go? It's something like that. Tokyo drift, drift. Tokyo drift, drift. That song. Um, Monday to Friday, something. Ah, I forgot what that song is. Like, it's only Sunday. It's only Monday or something like that. I don't know. I forget what it's called. They play it like. When he's going to school. <laughs> if my keyboard wants to work, which it doesn't. Wild Speed 3. Wild Speed 3. I wonder what the Japanese title was for the other movies. Yeah, because the American naming convention was so bad. Like, when we can... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't so, get me started on that. Wild and the Speed. 2 Wild 2 Speed. Wild and Speed. Doesn't it say because maybe it wasn't love because it wasn't based in Tokyo? <laughs> it turns out this was the only movie they released in the. In Japan. I wouldn't be surprised if the if it was. Hold on. Imagine being in a country 
and they release a movie yeah. called Wild Speed 3, and you're like, what were the first two? I typed up the Fast and Furious 2001 Japanese title, and guess mm-hmm. what it came up with? Fast and the Furious Tokyo Drift. <laughs> I think that's as good as you're going to get for now. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I don't think I'm going to get anything else. <laughs> Uh, one of the characters comes back in number nine. I don't know if you saw. Did you see it? Yeah, Han. No, not Han. He's from Tokyo Drift as well. Um, Han, one one of the engineers for Han, or one of the guys that does does the. Oh yeah, that looks that Asian the, guy. That Asian guy. The one that's not Han. <laughs> the other Asian dude. The the other Asian dude in that movie where they're in Asia. <laughs> yeah. Hey, do you reckon? Do you reckon they're gonna bring back um Drift King DK? I mean, they brought back like everyone else. Would be the, they would it would the writing would be so bad yeah. if they brought TK into it. Like, I wonder what premise would they bring yeah. him back to that movie? Oh, unless he's the one that saves Han. Yeah. No way, no, no yeah, that wouldn't yeah. work because he was. That nah, nah, ignore that. Yeah. <laughs> that wouldn't work. No. It's pretty much. Um, you know what I realized? Oh, how can I put this? Pretty much. Uh, Anything after five, the villain is based on someone that the main character knows. Yeah, because they want to keep back the family theme. Yeah, yeah, but like if you if you think about it, like it's just basically like the next movie, like uh, for example, Hobbs and Shaw, right? Like let's just I know we're sidetracking from Tokyo Drift, but like Hobbs and yeah. Shaw, let's just say Hobbs and Shaw. Um, so the villain in that is that um that enhanced guy played by uh, Idris Elba. I don't know, I forgot his name, what his, his name is. But he's a past enemy of um, Jason Statham, right? But the main yeah. dude that's controlling him and that's in charge of this whole new, uh, that whole new villain, in, villain comp, like, you know. Villain empire. Empire is someone from the past of Hobbes. So pretty much that's how their next movie is going to be. It's like, it's it's pretty much just bringing back like the way they're gonna do it is is they're gonna be like the biggest actor, the next big actor, is somehow somehow tracked back to the main big actor. Like if you look at I think it, this yeah, so you go yeah. If you look at it like like number um number six, you had Luke Evans. They just they probably just got the actor. They're like it's Luke Evans. How can we bring this back? To, to um, to the Fast and Furious. Oh, his ex-military. Who's military? Hobbs. Alright, cool. So, then the next one, they're like, oh, we got Jason Statham. How can we introduce him? Uh, he's the brother of the guy that's in number six. Alright, cool, done, easy. So that's his motive. Um, number eight. Number eight. Oh, uh, we got Charlize Theron, but we don't know what she's gonna be. Let's make her a villain. Okay, what's she gonna do? Um, she's going to capture Dom's wife and kids. Apparently, he has wife and kids now. So, so pretty much the storyline is based like the story. They write the story based on the next big actor. So the next big actor is John Cena. How is he? <laughs> How's he the villain? Oh, he's related to Dom. That's how he's the villain. I think this is a problem slash trend that is occurring with like all modern 
movie franchises. And I think it stems from the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So hear me out. Oh, yeah. No, the Marvel 100%. Cinematic Universe, right, was the, the first massive large attempt at um, linking all these different movies into a single cinematic universe, right? From there, basically every other franchise, movie franchise, is trying to make a universe in itself. So now we go back to the Fast and Furious. Every time they write in a bad guy now, they need to find a way to link it back to someone else to make it seem like, oh, this is how this all fits into our universe. They don't just write, they don't focus on writing a good character for the sake of being a good character. They, they write it as, oh, this guy is linked to this guy through the past in off-screen circumstances, which when we mention them, it retcons this and it kind of doesn't make sense in this context. Mm-hmm. But, hey, we're trying to make our universe bigger. Yeah. The, with the Marvel franchise, it's completely different. Like, they, they've got their own sidetrack. But with the Fast and Furious one, get a known actor, like a big-name actor, yeah, and put him in a movie, this, in these movies, uh, how are we going to justify him being in these movies? Okay, cool. We'll make him, we'll make him someone from the past of one of the other characters. Pretty much. He's Dom's brother, who we've never heard about exactly. in the previous eight That's movies. That's what I mean. Like, John Cena, but like, let's make him Dom's brother. That's how they're. That's how it's connected. Or the Charlie Theron version was, uh, you know, those bad guys back in number seven. Yeah, she was kind of behind it, and also she knows about you and your kid. So related back to that. <laughs> have, have you watched the James Bond franchise? I mean, the Daniel Craig James Bonds. Uh, not all of it. I've seen most of them. Have you seen Spectre? I think it's Spectre. Where they introduce the main bad guy. That's Can I give you a, a slight sword. spoiler alert? Yeah, no, no, like a slight I, spoiler uh, you if just you have to refresh me. I think I've seen Spectre. I think I, that's the that's the latest one that just came out, right? I think so. I think yeah. that's the the most recent one most that hasn't come one, right? like that yeah. it came out. Yeah. It was like he's the big bad guy, and then they tried to write him in a way that he orchestrated every single bad thing that happened to James Bond in all the previous movies. It's yeah, like, yeah. what? Why would you try to tie him to everything? It doesn't make sense for half of it. Yeah, they, they, they do that with Mission Impossible as well. I'm not up to date on the Mission Impossibles because they won't put them on the on the, on the the streaming services. They're Actually, most it's... of them are, except for the one that I need to watch. Fallout? Ghost Protocol? The last one I've seen is Ghost Protocol. What's the one after that? Fallout, I think. Fallout is not on any of the streaming services, but everyone after Fallout is on there. And I don't want to watch them until I've seen Fallout. Outrageous. Why would you not have that one movie? They don't have... Uh, I don't think they got Rogue Nation as well. They got all of them except one. It's yeah. either Fallout or Rogue Nation. No, Fallout, Fallout's the latest one. The one is after Ghost Protocol, and that's the uh, one I haven't Rogue seen. Rogue Nation. Yeah. Let's just do the world a favour and upload it already. Netflix. Not on Netflix anymore. Never. Possible is on here. It's not on here anymore. Ah. It's not on Netflix anymore. Spewing. Mission unaccomplished. Yeah. Um, do you want to just wrap up the Fast and Furious and then we can talk about other things? Yeah. Yeah. From four to nine, we'll save that with Josh. I think... Even though four, he's only seen like two of them, but he's still a fan somehow. I, I think four, four, five, and six... Well, well, four and five will do. 
and then six, seven, and eight we'll do with Josh because that's the only ones that he, oh no, seven and eight we'll do with Josh. So four, five, and six we'll do, and then seven and eight we'll do with Josh because that's the only one that he's seen. And then we'll do another one about spy races. I have to still watch that. I'm telling you, man, Vin Diesel's in it. Legit, in one episode, he he rocks up just to get his cousin out of trouble and he's like, no one messes with my family. (laughs) La familia. It is such a stupid, oh, weird, funny show. Have you seen the Bambi trailer? Like, with the rock uh, in it? With, with, yeah, that, yeah, that's so good. No, as if that's not a legit thing. <laughs> knock, knock, bitch. <laughs> Basically. Uh, All right. We'll, we'll, we'll leave, we'll leave, leave it, um, it for there. Yeah. We'll call it, we'll call it for there. Um, that's my bedtime that's same here man so um (laughs) all right guys thanks for listening hope you enjoyed this episode and um for everything else we'll have all our links down below and um take care we'll see you next time see ya yeah yeah see ya (laughs) wow that just keeps getting better so join us today on the mad about pop culture podcast Episodes come out weekly, and you can find us on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Spotify, or wherever you download or stream your podcast from. Did you know you can also give us a like and review in the app? This will really help out the show. Take care, and goodbye, and we will see you on the map. Okay, bye-bye now. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.